0: Life, sex, goals, and oh, hell knows, this is Midlife Craving. Hey, Boo, happy Halloween. <laughs> it's my absolute favorite holiday, and I hope you have a blast today. So I've got one trick, but many treats on today's episode. The trick is that I'm bumping the discussion of mismatches and couples' sex drives to the next episode, which, by the way, will be dropping in four weeks from today on November 28th. A whole month away. I know, I know. But I am off to the Bahamas in two weeks and holy shit, I am so fucking excited. Let's talk about that really quick. I am crying, screaming, throwing up at the fact that I get to take a luxury, fabulous, amazing trip to the Bahamas with my soulmate in life, my best friend Katina, to celebrate her birthday. You guys know her from previous episodes. I know that. But if you're new here, I met Katina in 2009 when I was working out for my wedding at the gym we became fast friends. And she's been there for me through many trials and tribulations in my life, including saving my life earlier this year when I had a hemorrhage from a tonsillectomy. Anyway, (laughs) she is also my biggest support and cheerleader in life. And I am just so excited to treat her to this amazing trip. No, no, it's not a trip. It's a vacation. (laughs) She is the most incredible, smart, caring, kind gal in the world. And honestly, she never does shit like this for herself. She takes care of everyone else. And so I am extremely excited to spoil her. She absolutely deserves it. It's going to be a trip of a lifetime for the both of us. And I cannot wait. Also, I am planning to see the local who I met when I was stuck in the Bahamas back in summer of 2021. If you know, then you know, (laughs) and good times ahead, no doubt. By the way, if you want to see all of this in real time, make sure you follow me over on Instagram at midlife craving because I'm going to be sharing it all. All right. Like I said on the last episode, I have been truly embracing my unicorn status. I am absolutely out here doing the most. (laughs) And although this life is incredibly normal to me, I know that it's extremely unconventional for most. So I thought I thought I would give you a glimpse into what it's like. Unicorn Diaries, if you will. First, I... (sighs) was thinking about you know my time as a unicorn and it's just hard to believe that I have been a unicorn in the lifestyle for over two years now. Again a unicorn is simply a single female in the lifestyle. I have been extremely spoiled these last two years because I have found a fantastic group through two of my favorite gals Kat and Ams from Two Hot Wives podcast. When I was like thinking of like my history and the lifestyle and stuff, I was thinking about the first time I ever recorded with them. Side note, I saw them last week. They actually swung by my place for dinner and we had a fabulous time and we're going to be recording soon. And I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, they came up, they were doing a boudoir shoot over the bridge on the eastern shore and they were like, hey, we're going to swing by. And it was so good to see them, just them. Usually I see them at events and parties and, you know, other things. And it was really nice to have that quality time with them. I took them to my favorite dive bar, introduced them to Grapefruit Crushes. (laughs) We had a lot of food and a ton of fun. Uh, A lot of my friends were there, and I told them, I was like, hey, if we go to this local dive, (laughs) Uh, but they loved it. And then on the way home, I took them to the Halloween house where this house syncs music with a light show. And I was like, dinner and a show, gals, dinner and a show. By the way, Uncle Mo was like, hey, you're coming back out tonight, (laughs) right? So it's like 2 a.m. I'm coming home. Ugh, I've been I've been doing a lot lately. OK, and it's catching up to me on these school nights. I got to I got to calm my tits a little bit, but not anytime soon because I have a lot coming up. But anyways, so I saw them and we're going to record soon. So I'm really looking forward to that. I don't know if I ever told you about the first time I recorded with them, but we recorded in their amazing sex room, like a legit sex room, hidden behind a mirror with a fuck bench, a swing, and all sorts of hot and sexy things everywhere. I remember I was like, it was like sensory overload for me when I was in there. I can't wait to do that again, especially now as I have fully experienced it all, especially in that room. It's been two years since then, and I am truly amazed at how much my life has changed. I didn't even know what the lifestyle was all about, but Kat, she knew, (laughs) she knew it was made for me. I found my tribe and the rest has been history. If you want to hear my first episode with them, it's episode 22. And uh, again, like, wow, how much my life has changed. So my experience as a unicorn has been nothing short of amazing, and it is true. We are elusive creatures out here in the wild, but I do want to note it's not it's not all rainbows and butterflies. And I'm constantly learning the many facets of the lifestyle, just like everyone else here, too. If you aren't constantly educating yourself, making the occasional mistake and learning more as you go, then you're probably doing the lifestyle wrong or you're still in that lifestyle honeymoon phase. Mine lasted about a year, and you too will soon be on the learning curve like the rest of us. As I make this diary entry, I want to detail the pros, cons, many facets to being a unicorn, and tips if you want to become one. And also, I'm going to share some of my very hottest magical memories made so far. Let's just jump right into this. So let's talk about the pros of being a unicorn. First and foremost, for me, I feel like being around sex positive people, this is truly, you know, that's my why. Uh, The relationships that I have formed with everyone in the group and anyone in the lifestyle, I've made friends on TikTok and Instagram and on social other social media mediums and especially within my group, but finding my tribe and feeling understood, not judged. Uh, It's been everything for me. And listen, most of the events with my group are vanilla and I enjoy them very much because I'm simply just being around sex positive people. Let's talk about exploring. (laughs) My God, how long can I talk about everything that I have explored and enjoyed over the last year? If you've been listening to me, you've been hearing it. But just in the last month, I have explored true voyeurism, exhibitionism, The fact that, you know, I learned that I have a dominant side to me. (laughs) I got a strap on. I put a strap on and I learned I like to fuck women. Okay, and I have a little dom in me. It's very little, but it's there. I have a a funny story. So, yes, uh, my original experience with using a strap on was at the party two weeks ago. Uh, That week, I walked into my local sex shop. I swung the door open and there was three gals behind the counter. And I was like, I need a strap on. And she goes, I like a gal that knows what she wants. And she pointed me right into the direction of every, you know, the different options. And I wanted one that was going to be very comfortable to wear, one that allowed for different size dildos. And I also wanted to pick a dildo that was not too firm, that had some softness to it. Because I realized with the one that I was using the first time, I felt like I was going to hurt the girls. Uh, and so I found the perfect dildo, the perfect strap-on, and it's so much fun. <laughs> I have a strap on. (laughs) Who would have thought? Look at look at me. (laughs) Uh, Another pro to being a unicorn in the lifestyle is that I am constantly learning. We talked about how that never ends. And I genuinely love to learn from my and others experiences as a single in the lifestyle, I get the bonus of many POVs and perspectives, right? I have a unique window into so many couples' lives, and I'm always so grateful when they share personal stories with me. I actually make it a point to learn from my couples how they got into the lifestyle, how it works, or how it doesn't, you know, specifically for them. And I have learned so much about communication, boundaries, differences and similarities, uh, Another big thing for me that I've seen and learned by being around other couples in the lifestyle is seeing real love and strong, secure foundations. In fact, listen, I love love. And there are so many couples that I get to spend time with that truly they give me hope that love, happiness, and maybe even possibly a happily ever after is out there for me. All right. I said it before. Not everything is rainbows and butterflies. It's pretty fucking fabulous here, but let's talk about some cons, okay? The biggest one for me is I feel like there's no aftercare. Now, couples that I'm with, we will spend some time after and hang out. I've done that. And, you know, I've I've felt different. No, you know what? Honestly, I'm missing the fucking aftercare. That's what I miss the most as a single in the lifestyle. Uh, I'm talking you know, reliving the moments later that night or the next morning or reconnecting with someone like, hey, you know, how was that experience for you? And did you try anything new? Just having like that debriefing, you know, the aftercare and then reconnecting with a partner. That is one thing that I'm really looking forward to the most when I think about introducing, introducing a partner into this lifestyle with me. Uh, It's the aftercare aspect of it all. I feel like it really, it brings you back, right? It grounds you. (laughs) So that's a big one for me. Uh, Another con is that there can be times where you feel like one of the partners is taking one for the team, right? So I have learned to be very careful about that and to really get to know the couples well and talk about all the things, communicate and then over communicate while my clothes are still on. I've noticed that if the woman is not bisexual, I have a harder time connecting with them as a couple. And I'm always so concerned. Is she feeling left out? Is she in the moment with us? How does she, How is she feeling right now? Right? Because three is an odd number. And I never want someone to be left out. And so I'm, I'm very mindful of that, you know, being sure that no one is there taking one for the team. Another big con for me, and I'm struggling with this right now is it has been extremely difficult to date or relate to other single men. Now, let's talk about that for a minute. I kind of feel like there's different guys out here I've been meeting and it's either nice tits, I want to fuck that pussy, (laughs) right? Or, hey, like, I really think you should give me a chance. If I had a dollar for every time someone said that, or I think I will surprise you. (laughs) And I I don't mean to be rude, but I'm thinking, I doubt it. Like like, I fucking doubt it. Okay. You know, there's there's levels to this shit. There is. And I feel like I have a good, I feel like it's like a sixth sense of mine where I'll think to myself, oh, he fucks. You know, and I can just sense that confidence in them. And so if it's not there, I just it's really tough for me, but I know they're not gonna do that thing I like. And I don't wanna waste their time. You know what I mean? Uh, There was this one guy that I met and he was super sweet. And we actually, we FaceTimed and had good communication, but I could just tell like he was very inexperienced and I appreciated his honesty over that. But I think it was like a Monday, you know, the usual, hey, how was your weekend? And I was like, oh, it was good. And I'm thinking I went to a lifestyle party. I had a date with my dom. I was swinging from the ceilings. I was fucking bitches. Okay, I'm doing all these things. And I was like, oh, how was yours? And he was like, oh, it was good. I bought a new TV. So that was exciting. And I was like, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but I'm up here, or I'm down here, and we're, we're, we're totally off on the scale, okay? <laughs> like, I just, we're not going to come together on that. So that's something that is definitely negative for me is navigating dating, right? Like in the vanilla world, or even in the non-vanilla world. Like, is it a guy who's married and lying about it? Is it a guy who just wants to fuck, hump, and dump me? You know what I mean? Is it a guy who has bad intentions and just wants to get into this lifestyle group with me and see how that goes, which by the way that will never happen. Somebody I'm going to have to vet someone so heavily. I'm going to have my friends and then my friends' friends vet them before I ever allow that. You know what I mean? It's just not what it's about. So anyway, those are just some cons that I can think about when it comes to being a unicorn in the lifestyle. I think it's important to mention the facets to it all when you are a unicorn, right? So there's many different types of play. So there's solo play couple play, filling in gaps, right? Um, So solo play, like some partners, some couples, they allow their partners to play separately, like with my dom, for instance. And that's, you know, a uh, case-by-case scheduled scenario. And, you know, that's a unique thing. The solo play is amazing, but that takes... Bonds to be built and trust to be formed between all partners. Right. So solo play is a, is a facet. And then couple play for me, you know, is usually FMF, you know, the threesome. Um, and there's facets to that, too. Like I have to really build, you know, that relationship with both of them make sure we all feel we're on the same page, we all feel the same things. We're all in the same way. I know their boundaries, they know mine, a lot of communication and stuff. So that's like another different form of play. And then and this is, I don't know, I I kind of really love it all. I don't know. But one of my favorite things to do is I love to fill in the gaps. And what I mean by that is like at a party, right, there could be couples that place a separate same room or even separate different room. Again, these are all different things that you learn through communication and building the relationships with people. Uh, and, you know, his wife likes to play with that part, that partner, but he doesn't want to play with her partner. And so I can scoop in and be the fourth or the fifth or whatever. And I absolutely love doing that. I, that's why I'm a huge fan of house parties, um, even like you know, places where we're all I don't know, hotels or anything like that, like dates where I can fill in the gaps. I absolutely love doing that. And some of my very best play moments have involved that. And I think it's fun for the other couples too, right? Because not everyone's going to have that elusive foursome. Sometimes, you know, he likes her or, or she likes him and he doesn't like her and she doesn't like him like whatever. And so I can squeeze in there, fill the gap and then everyone has fun. You know what I mean? I've also learned (laughs) that when it comes to lifestyle friends and being out there in the wild and stuff, you have to have a cover story. (laughs) Like I've been telling all my friends, I'm like, what's our cover story? (laughs) What is it? Tell me because they're not out, right? Yeah, I'm I'm out. My life is everywhere. Uh, But not everyone is most aren't. And so when I go to these vanilla events or if I bump into someone, oh, how do you guys know each other? uh deer in a headlights like it's happened to me twice in the last few weeks and I'm like oh my god Adrian get it together you gotta have a story I think one of my friends I was like (laughs) um she somebody was like hey how do you guys do each other and I was I was she was a lawyer and I was like oh I got a DWI (laughs) I had legal troubles I've never had, I never had got a DWI. I never had legal troubles, but I was just like, oh my God, what do I say? And she was like, yeah, I've helped her out. I'm like, oh. I've had major debt and she got me out of it. She's my lawyer, <laughs> whatever it takes. But her and I, we got together. We, you know, got our stories straight, but cover stories, it's a big thing. I think that goes for anybody in the lifestyle, especially if you guys aren't out. Let's talk about tips if you want to become a unicorn yourself. I feel like my biggest tip is that if you aspire to be a unicorn, it's to be extremely clear with yourself and what your intentions are. If you are in it to just get laid, you may be sorely disappointed. I know, I know, like that's the end game, right? But connection, communication, and most importantly, safety that you and the couple feels are paramount to a magical time. I focus on the connection and friendship and building that trust and safety with one another first. To me, I feel like the sex is just a bonus. Again, I know this sounds crazy, but listen, I've said this before. I don't fuck just to fuck. I need that connection. Also, the sex is ultimately so much better if you have that, okay? It just is. Uh, The next one, be sure that if you want to be a unicorn out here, That you are in a very secure place. If you are seeking emotional support or you're someone that like emotionally attaches themselves to someone, uh, unicorning really isn't for you. (laughs) Uh, This is another important one. Always, always know your place, right? You're not replacing someone else's partner. And consent is everything. I over communicate boundaries and then I communicate them even more. You know, like let's talk about expectations. Uh, even during the play, I ask for consent multiple times. Pro tip my focus during play is predominantly on the female. Think of her as leading the charge, right? Like I'm looking at her, I'm consenting with her, I'm checking in with her during the entire time. Uh, that's a big one, right? So just remember to know your place in those rooms. This is a big one. Stay away from drama or secret keeping. Communicate with both partners and to, like together in the chat or wherever you're deciding to communicate unless there is explicit approval for individual communications. And even then, I'll re-ask and say, hey, is this communication still okay for us? Uh, that's a big deal. And as a unicorn, I do not approach anyone else. I don't reach out to anyone. Um, I will say to couples, you guys are a yes for me. I just want to put that out there. You know, like I'll flirt with them and I'll be sure that my intentions are clear that I'm into them. But I will never say like, hey, let's make a date. Or hey, I want to have a threesome with you guys. Uh, I allow them to approach me. I just feel like that's the right thing to do in the position that I'm in. Okay, so let's talk about something that I think is a big deal, and that's detachment. Uh, Detachment is a very real thing being a unicorn, and you need to be aware of it. There's been times where I've had too much group play, and the couples and people that I were with did not in any way do anything to make me feel this way, but I just kind of felt this way. I kind of felt like I was a prop pussy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, let me throw, throw myself in over here. or Oh, let me throw myself in over there. And remember, you don't have aftercare. And I have found that with lots of group play, I find myself seriously craving that one-on-one connection. I have truly worked to find balance and I won't schedule too much group play in a row. I must have that one-on-one or I can find myself feeling extremely detached. I tell you what, when I shared my hottest 24 hours ever two weeks ago on the last episode, it was the perfect situation for me. I had a night of a party, lots of partner and couple play, group play. It was a fucking blast. And then the next day, I had my dom all to myself and I felt immediately reconnected. That was kind of my first experience with some form of of aftercare. And I really thoroughly enjoyed that. And it felt really good. Um, let's talk about something else that's huge. If you're gonna, you know, tip for if you're gonna be a unicorn. Remember that safety is paramount. You're gonna be having sex with multiple partners. Use protection. Okay, it's a big fucking deal. And if you're in a good lifestyle group, they know they do and they will, they will always. Okay. If they don't, that's a red flag. Uh and remember to get tested. I get tested quarterly. And if anything pops up, like when I had HPV. I notified all of my partners. Um, Safe sex, (laughs) you know, there's no such thing as consequence-free sex. I've said it many times before, but doing things to keep yourself safe, it should truly be paramount for you, especially if you're a unicorn. Okay, okay, so let's get into the fun stuff. I mean, this is all fun, but I want to talk about my best experiences so far as a unicorn. I feel like it's cheesy to say here, but I have to admit and tell you that The best experience so far has been finding my tribe, being fully loved, accepted, and understood. Uh, Feeling completely liberated and okay to be me. Uh, You can't put a price tag on that. I just—it's been truly life-changing for me, and I will forever be grateful for finding my tribe. And you know, I hate to say these are my best experiences because all of them have been really amazing. I've been extremely lucky. Um, but I will say I have found that I love being number five. Uh I had an intense, hot situation at a party with two couples. And I think I shared this a couple episodes ago. One of the hottest scenes that <laughs> this it's burned in my brain forever is I was telling my, I was like, hey, I wanna I wanna get fucked in front of that mirror. And he was like, okay. He like jumps up bends me over starts railing me and then my other friend comes over and I'm sucking his dick which is like one of my favorite things to do and then his wife is like underneath of me sucking my titties by the way I'm watching all of this in a mirror okay uh just I love I love that but I I'm trying to think here who where was where's was my other friend <laughs> maybe that was a foursome shit that was when I was filling a gap whatever it was super hot and I'll never forget it <laughs> Force that was my foursome. Okay, uh, I also have had an incredible five some. This is a true five some experience. Uh, when I came back after my hysterectomy with a bang, a big bang, and I loved that five some because, and it will always stand out for me because we all were just so comfortable and safe with each other, and everything. It just was a very fluid, hot, sexy zero awkward moments um everyone was everyone was included at all times just it was an intense extremely hot amazing play for me uh (laughs) I'm sitting here and I'm like thinking about those times and how I was cheering my friend on as he was fucking his wife and I was like come in that pussy but anyway there was a lot (laughs) but I actually recently had one of the most magical experiences of all last week. And I think what made it so amazing was that I have this, you know, that elusive connection with this couple. It's equal and extremely mutual from both of them. And Cravers, that is where the glitter bombs go off in every direction. Okay. That elusive connection with both partners. I have to tell you, I've become so conscious of oversharing or indulging too many details with my lifestyle experiences. Even talking about the things earlier, like I'm finding myself like, am I saying everything? Am I saying too much? And I know that's not what you want to hear, but these are real people in my life, people that I love, care, and respect a lot. And also, I don't know. I don't know what's changing with me. I just feel like not everything is meant to be shared, it's just not. I got to have a little treasured moments strictly for myself too, you know, I think with the lifestyle, I just I'm more guarded when it comes to sharing everything with single dudes and guys, I'm fucking, you know, let it rip. But when it comes to the lifestyle, I just, I don't know, I just want to have the utmost respect for my partners. So it was a really hot date last week. And I'm going to tell you a few really amazing things that happened. And by the way, I got full consent to share. (laughs) Um, So the first thing is that they booked a fabulous hotel, dinner reservations, and it was just so fun to spend that time together before play. It wasn't just a booty call. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing wrong with that. But it was just really nice. And I got to spend the night there and enjoy the room to myself. I slept like a rock. I had great views. And it was a really nice shower. They left me chocolate and roses. Just extremely spoiled, you know. But also, you know, we all deserve to be treated like that. Like, that should be normal. That shouldn't be spoiled. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Uh, The next thing that we did... Was I think I mentioned in the last episode, she had reached out to me and she was like, Adrian, I don't know what you did, but I think that was like one of the best blowjobs he's ever had. She was like, I want you to show me your ways. And so that is how we started play. And I showed her how I love undressing my partner and taking my time and teasing. Uh, and then I was showing her, you know, things that I do, like using my hand, dragging my tongue up and down you know, as I'm sucking at the same time. They don't call it a job for nothing. And what was really hot is she was watching and she was like, oh, wow. (laughs) So like that was turning me on. And then she would be like, Oh, mm, I can see. And then I was teaching her and I'm thinking to myself, this gorgeous woman is watching me suck her husband's dick and is encouraging it. And she's also learning and loving it. And then she would try it. And then I said, hey, like, show me what you do. And she has like this twist thing that she does. So we're learning that. By the way, her husband was... (laughs) What a tough life, okay? I know, <laughs> uh, but the blowjob lesson was super hot. I mean, it was oh my god, it was amazing. Oh, uh, I was showing her, you know, tips for deep throating. We both dropped our heads off the edge of the bed, and he took turns fucking our throats. Oh my God, it was. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> it was so fucking hot. And then, of course, I wanted to try on my new strap on that I got, and she was all about that and very excited. Which, just the vibes, okay? Like we were all in with each other. It was so much fucking fun. So I really wanted her to experience double vaginal penetration or DVP, and we—I had so much fun with that and. Learning how to use my strap on and then fuck her while she's riding her husband. And she was it was really hot to hear her experience that, you know what I mean? Because it's intense and listening to her fucking her from behind. I mean, it was a beautiful view <laughs> and uh, it was really hot. But I will say one thing with the strap on, it's difficult for me. I can't feel anything, right? So it's difficult for me to get under there. And so what I did, I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not slacking on the job here. So I took the dildo off the strap on and I just was was underneath of her with my hand using the dildo to fuck her. And she really enjoyed that and had an incredible orgasm. It was super fucking hot. I will will absolutely never, ever forget that experience. And I messaged her yesterday and I said, you know, I feel like my skills could get much better. I feel like I need more practice. You know, anybody? (laughs) So I'm really looking forward to that. All right, now let's talk about how I think it was quite possibly one of the hottest finishing acts ever and it included one of my new toys from tracy'sdog.com. I knew that my girl, she loves those vibrating wands and when I received the magic vibrating wand kit from tracy's dog, I knew she had to have one too. It's a beautiful wand. It's soft and sleek and extremely easy to hold. I know that sometimes those wand vibrators can be abnormally large. <laughs> the, one, the other one that I have, I'm like, oh my God, it's like a huge microphone. But this one is so sleek. And it comes with three attachments. One for G-spot clitoral stimulation, one for anal, and then one is a, like a basic massager. Uh, it has five different vibrations and three speeds. It's actually $10 off right now over on tracysdog.com. And you can use code CRAVERS20, R S two zero to get an additional 20% off and... <laughs> There's more. Uh, You will qualify for the free shipping. Again, go over there and check out the Magic Vibrating Wand Kit on tracysdog.com and use code CRAVERS20 for an additional 20% off the sale price and get that free shipping. Okay. All right. Back to the finishing scene. So, I had communicated with them and it was a special night for them. And I wanted to give them a bunch of good firsts. You know what I mean? It's always fun when you can do that and explore with each other. And so we did the blowjob lesson. We did the DVP. We did other things too. But those are for me and them. (laughs) Uh, But one of the things is I said to him, have you ever had a facial? And he hadn't. And she was like, you should do that. That, uh, That sounds super hot. So I said, hey, one of my favorite things to do is to do it in front of a mirror. Reminder, this hotel room was beautiful. And there was this big floor to ceiling mirror. And so I got on my knees in front of the mirror and my girl decides to pull up a chair behind us and watch. She gets that wand vibrator and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so imagine the view. I'm looking in the mirror. I have a huge chick in my mouth. I look behind me or I'm just glancing in the mirror and I see her masturbating, watching us. That was That was my view. Okay, so if you could just picture that, like, is this real life? And I remember I even said, like, holy fucking shit, this is so hot. So she had an orgasm, which in turn, then he had an orgasm, came all over my face. We all watched it in the mirror together. 10 out of 10. I will absolutely, positively never forget that ending. Oh, my God. Pretty pretty magical, huh? Right? Oh god. Okay, I'm going to have to masturbate after this. I'm looking around the room. What do I have? What do I have? Um, I got Rosie over there. Oh, I got I got OG Clitsucker. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Woo, motivation. Okay. Ah. Uh. I think that maybe these unicorn diaries, they may have to become a series on the show. That actually sounds like a great idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about my unicorn experiences and it might be a lot of fun. Let's wrap this episode up with one of my favorite segments, Just the Tip. I feel like I'm really, I'm going all out on this episode. <laughs> Uh, this is actually a request from my friend, Mike. And he was like, Adrian, can you please address this on your show? (laughs) I was like, oh my God, yes. And he's actually, he's talked about it several times with me before. And so, all right, his tip is first. And then I have a couple more for you too. Okay. So Mike, this is for you. (laughs) Uh, I want to talk about the pro tip. This is a pro tip of hygiene. Okay. And this is not a negative way at all, and in fact, I'm going to speak about my first time ever experiencing BV. Okay, uh, it's bacterial vaginosis, and it happens to us gals, especially if you have multiple partners. Okay, so. I remember I went out with one of my favorite couples and I went to their house and I was like, my God, I was like, what does that smell? And I like smelled it. And I was like, all right, it was in my car. I'm like, I don't know what that was. And so like, I went to the bathroom and I was like, is it me? It's not me. I don't know. And I didn't want to say anything because I was embarrassed. I was like, what is that? And then we were at the cafe and I smelled it again. And I'm like, All right, that's sharp. Like, it has to be me. It can't just be the car and the fucking, like, it's got in the cafe. It has to be me. So I went to the bathroom, and I remember I don't wear underwear, and I smelled my pants. And I was like, oh, my God, it's me. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And I was so embarrassed by it. But you know what? It happens. And when you have multiple partners, it throws your pH balance off. I know the guys listening to this are like, oh, my God, what the fuck? But let's talk about it, okay? bv is a very common thing it happens all the time uh and there's a very simple solution to that and it's boric acid suppositories i like the brand it's phd you can get it on my website i dropped the link there on midlifecraving.com and i'm going to tell you what i do now and i have not had bv since knock on wood (laughs) because that shit fucking sucks um I use a boric acid suppository after every play, no matter what, Uh, when after a party, after my dom, after and I'm using protection, by the way. But you guys like a lot, you know, you're mixing shit up in there (laughs) and it throws your pH off and then all of a sudden you're smelling weird. It's nothing to be ashamed about. Just get yourself some boric acid suppositories. And even if like I'm feeling something coming on or I'm like, "Mm, I'm not feeling that fresh down there right now, I'll throw one in there, go to bed, wake up the next morning and I'm good. I do have two things to say about this. I have noticed like the next day I will wear like a light pad, like the the suppository. It's it's coming out, right? Just like come. It's coming out. (laughs) And then also I have noticed that I have had spotting. Uh, back when I used to have a cervix. So I don't know if it's a cervix thing, because I have not experienced that yet since Um, I have my hysterectomy. But I just want to give I want to put that out there. And then I think it is advisable that you do not use a suppository within 24 hours of having sex again. So be mindful of those things. But ladies, get that BV under control, right? Like my friend Mike was like, Adrian, and this is the third or fourth time he's talked to me about it. And he's like, you know, I was fingering her. And he was like, then all of a sudden, I smell my fingers. He's like, I'm glad I didn't go face first. <laughs> it's funny. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, but he was like, hey, you know what I mean? And it can be an immediate turnoff for you and your partner. Uh, so boric acid suppositories. That's the trick. All right. If you have any questions, send me a DM over on Instagram at midlife craving. I'm happy to help you out. All right. Next tip. Guys, welcome back. I'm sure you fast forwarded through all of that, which is fine, but I'm out here. I'm out here helping my gals too. Uh, If you are, this is another one for the gals. If you are new to deep throating, a lot of women say to me, Adrian, how do you learn how to open your throat? How do you do that? And I feel like it's practice. Okay. Practice makes perfect guys. You're welcome. Uh, But when I was playing with my partner and giving her my, you know, blowjob demo, she was asking me the same thing, and we were working on things. And I said, you know what? Let's try the upside down blowjob. And so she put her, you know, she put her head over the edge of the bed. And um, she was like, Oh, okay. And like she was learning how to open her throat that way. So try the upside-down blow job and warm up to it. Okay. All right, next, te- next tip. All right, next tip. And this is for everybody. I feel like everyone should take the bdsmtest.org test. It's let's test the kink out of you. That's what they say. So bdsmtest.org, okay? Uh, I think this test is a really great idea to find out what you're about. Maybe it will tell you something about yourself that you didn't know. You know what I mean? And I also feel like you should take it as you evolve as well. Uh, I took mine again. Let me pull up my results this time there was a lot more hundreds and a lot more zeros, but I'll share my top three and my bottom three. So 100% I'm a brat. 100% I'm a non-monogamist. I could told you that. Uh, and 100% I'm a rope bunny. I'm also 100% a voyeur, 90%, 98% submissive, 96% experimentalist. Okay, so my bottom ones, which is, this is definitely me, is I'm 0% sadist, 0% a hunter- And then 0% an owner, 0% a degrader or a degradee, stuff like that. Um, And so it really, it might give you an insight into something that you should explore. Like I'm 70% a switch. And I was like, oh, you know, I've recently learned that. Like I can be a switch. You know what I mean? Um, So take the test. Let me know what you get. If you have any, you know, like I said, I love when you guys share and show me things on Instagram. So send me a screenshot of your test results. And um, let's talk about it. I just think I just think everybody should do that. It's a fun way to really find out what your kinks are and what you might be into. All right. My last tip for just the tip is and what I feel like I should be doing right now. I feel like I'm talking really fast. (laughs) I'm passionate about this shit. My last tip is and I learned this with my Dom. Slow down. Take a moment during your play fucking your husband or fucking your wife or whatever. Take a moment to really enjoy. Say how beautiful she is. Go slow with your strokes, right? Slow things down. Take a break and eat pussy for a little while. You know, slow your blowjob down. Really enjoy the moment. I've even said to my dom, I'm like, we're moving really fast right now. I want to take a minute and I want to slow things down because I just want to enjoy this time with you so much right now. And it's, by the way, really hot and turns everybody on. So slow things down, okay? It just changes the momentum. It changes the speed of everything and just, I don't know. It's new to me and I want you to try it too. All right, so let's wrap up. Let's wrap up all this, this Just the tip segment, uh, being unicorn, unicorn diaries. <laughs> And I got to tell you, listen, Cravers, this unicorn is off to the Bahamas. I will see you back here on November 28th for episode 65. I know that we're going to have so much catching up to do. <laughs> oh. Also, be sure to follow me over on Instagram at craving if you want to see more of me creeping it real. And I would love it if you would treat me all right, enough with the Halloween puns, I promise, Uh, to a review on the show. So hit that five-star button, leave me a review, or just say hi. Uh, They really do mean a lot to me. All right, I'm going to leave out with a note to the local. Remember how you did that thing I liked last time? You know, from the front to the back. Do that again.